0: because so many people want to know about what the rate of return is. And I think the next chapter is going to even put steroids. I liked how you use that, but it's going to show you that even if you can get a better rate of return, the and is so powerful. But this, where we talk about the internal rate of return, the actual growth, and and to clarify that in 30 years, if the internal rate of return says 4%, that means it's earning 4% every single year. But then you have to add on taxes, you got to add in any other factors if you're going to compare it to another investment or if you're going to compare it to a savings account. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Better Wealth Podcast. I am here in the studio with Aaron Deemer, and we are on Chapter 4 of the And Asset Handbook. So if you have not checked out the last three chapters, make sure to go back. We talked about the four principles, the financial pyramid, the overview, and then chapter three was really the the science of what the and asset is, how it's structured, and some of our uh, accounts that we like to set up for people. And now we're going to be delving into the different benefits. And chapter four is all about lifetime growth.
1: Chapter four, lifetime growth. In this chapter, we're going to dive into the lifetime growth of the end asset and why that's so important. We learn in chapter two that you can have a single dollar do multiple things at once. One of the biggest critiques that life insurance gets is the seemingly low rate of return. Before we get into any arguments about whether the rate of return is high or low, it's important to note that we don't even have to argue about how it compares to other investments, because it is not an investment. If you still think that life insurance is awful because it doesn't get as good of a rate of return as X, Y, or Z account, you're about to learn two things. First, there's so much more to this than the rate of return. Second, even when you compare the AND asset against most investments, it will perform competitively, if not beat most of them at their own game. I'm asking you to read this with an open mind, because I'm going to be telling you some things that go against what you've previously been taught. I'm real excited to present this next chapter, because I've seen all the misconceptions about life insurance, and I know these next few minutes will be really eye-opening for a lot of you. When we talk about compounding, we need to define what compound interest actually is. Compound interest is interest calculated on the initial principle, which also includes all of the accumulated interest from previous periods. As the principle continues to grow, the interest continues to grow as well, leading to exponential growth and a hockey stick-like curve as time goes on. Why lifetime growth is 10 times more powerful than you think. I want to highlight some things about lifetime growth that you may not have considered before. First of all, Most people never experience lifetime growth of their money, so they can't comprehend what it would actually look like. Rather, they start withdrawing money from their savings in retirement and stop this compound growth right when it's starting to build the most momentum. Typical financial planners tell us to cash out that money in retirement, but why? That just doesn't make any sense. Why would you kill the goose when it's laying the golden eggs? I really want you to think about this because you are probably committing to a retirement strategy. Where you're going to give up complete control of your money to some financial vehicles and hope they grow. If that's the case, and if you believe so strongly in that strategy, why do you then want to take that money out if you also believe in the power of compound growth? Robert Kiyosaki, the author of Rich Dad Poor Dad, is noted for saying that savers are losers. And he says that because the concept of saving your money is a flawed concept. If we can't control our money, or if we control that money but destroy the compound growth, then compounding was never a good strategy in the first place. What I want to prove to you is that life insurance can compete with, if not beat, most other investments you have probably been told to use. You might still be skeptical, but hear this out. The end asset is something that gives you the velocity, the control, and the lifetime growth of your dollar all at the same time. Again, this is something that you can't compare to other investments because it has so many additional benefits and components. If this is a Swiss army knife, like we mentioned earlier, you simply can't measure it by the same standards as a steak knife the four compound interest killers. Now that you see the power of compound growth and especially lifetime compound growth, let's take a look at four things that kill compound interest. They are as follows. Taxes, losses, fees, and use. For example, anytime you use a dollar, anytime you lose a dollar, anytime you pay an unnecessary tax, anytime you pay an unnecessary fee, you don't just lose that dollar you lose what that dollar could have earned for you the rest of your life. Let that sink in and read those last two sentences again. Anytime you use a dollar, anytime you lose a dollar, anytime you pay an unnecessary tax, anytime you pay an unnecessary fee, you don't just lose that dollar, you lose what that dollar could have earned for you the rest of your life. We have to understand that every decision we make, whether it's with money or whether it's with time, has a consequence. Usually, that consequence is greater than we initially think. To show you, in an example, we're going to use the example of a cash flow plan with $20,000 being put in, a death benefit of $1.7 million, and an initial cash value of $13,184. This is a typical life insurance plan that we designed. In order to determine the real growth rate, we have to factor in the cost of insurance, which includes administrative overhead and mortality costs. The truth of the matter is, we have to look at what's called the internal rate of return metric. The internal rate of return metric is essentially the real, actual, cash-on-cash growth. A lot of times, people want to compare a financial vehicle on just one metric, rate of return. We are actually going to do that just because the ANDAS is much stronger than people realize in this aspect. Just keep in mind that there are many other benefits to life insurance that we are not comparing here. We're just looking at a rate of return. Rate of return. First of all, when comparing interest rates, we need to look at interest rates in general, which are very, very low right now. Could they get lower? Possibly. Could they become negative interest rates? Possibly. Could they be higher in the future? We don't know. What we do know is that in the 80s, life insurance policies looked a lot different because interest rates were a lot higher than they are today. Here's where things get interesting. We're gonna use a real example of an internal rate of return on the AND asset that is a little over 4%. In this scenario, we're seeing the actual cash grew a little over 4%, meaning it earned 4% every single year. The first question to ask yourself is, what savings account do you know of today that gets you anywhere near 4%? This is because we have to compare it to a safe, liquid asset. It's not an investment. It's a safe, liquid asset. Also, if we're comparing this to cash, we can examine an alternative account, such as a savings account. With a savings account, you might be ahead in the first couple of years because you have access to 100% of the money you put in. However, at the end of 30 years, the savings account would have $600,000 and the overfunded whole life insurance would have $1.1 million. What's even more impressive is the money in your AND asset is never going to stop compounding, which means it will keep growing even in retirement. You can already see the benefit of saving in an AND asset versus a savings account. But let's imagine that after 10 years, you're presented with a great investment or business opportunity. Since your money has been growing in your end asset, rather than sitting in a savings account, you will have an additional $10,000 at your disposal for this investment. You're not just gaining the advantage of extra dollars being accumulated, but you gain the extra advantage of freedom to invest in opportunities that can further multiply your money. One mistake people often make when looking at the internal rate of return is looking at the rate of return listed for each of the previous years. Since you don't start with dollar for dollar access to your money, the internal rate of return will slowly increase over time. It might show that in year 10, you were earning a 2% rate of return, and in year 20, you were earning a 3% rate of return. People assume that those numbers mean that the rate of return in that year was 2% or 3%. In reality, those numbers are referring to the actual rate of return that has been averaged over the policy's entire existence. In other words, if you have an actual rate of return of 3% in year 20, That means, more than likely, you actually earned more than 3% in that specific year, since 3% is the actual average rate of return your policy has earned since its inception. Tax-free growth. Something else that is extremely beneficial in a properly structured life insurance contract is that you are free from paying taxes on the interest you earn. To show you the power of this, we could be extremely generous and say that we found a savings account that gave you a 4% interest rate. Even so, the AND asset will outperform the savings account since you will not be taxed on the interest. You will be taxed on the interest earned in your savings account. Furthermore, when you look at the economy and politics and everything else going on in our country, you need to ask a question. Are taxes more likely to go down or go up? Most people would say taxes are not only more likely to go up than down, but they will need to go up. In the past, tax rates have been as high as 90%. While that may be a stretch to imagine, the fact that it has happened before means it could happen again. However, we will not plan for a 90% tax rate, but let's plan for a tax rate of 35% in 35 years. Just to match the 4% growth in our tax-free and asset, you would need your savings account to earn 6.24%. Imagine your boring old life insurance policy is really equal to a savings account with a 6.24% interest rate. That's pretty darn good. Okay. Now we're starting to see that there's a lot more going on than we thought, but it gets even better. In an investment account, we have to add on some kind of management fee. This wouldn't happen in a savings account, but we're now comparing it to investments or bonds, and management fees can be up to two or 2.5%. The fact is, there are usually a lot of hidden fees. Even if we use a fee of 1%, we would have to earn 7.31% every single year without a down year for the next 30 years just to keep up with the boring old life insurance. Think about that. You would have to earn 7.31% in the market every single year, not just an average over 10 or 20 years. And that 7.31% would have to continue every year for the next 30 years, just to keep up with the life insurance policy. The craziest part is when you look at the actual return we get on the typical investments most people have. Since 1994, Dow Bar, Inc the leading investment performance rating firm, has studied the actual long-term results investors get in the market. And according to their research, investors in stock mutual funds have averaged only 3.66% per year. This means that your investments are barely even outpacing inflation. Furthermore, when you see the rate of return that you would need in these investments just to keep up with life insurance, I think you can see that 3.66% is not even close to competing with life insurance. To put the cherry on top, These investments don't come with half the benefits that the AND Asset provides. So when you're comparing assets, just remember that the actual rate of return of stock investments has been 3.66% on average. Then start comparing all the other benefits that the investment has versus the AND Asset. I think you're starting to see why the AND Asset is much more than just a fancy product. It's a multidimensional, life-changing tool. One more alternative we have to look at is term life insurance. Many of you have heard the phrase, buy term and invest the difference. This is where you're supposed to buy term life insurance and invest the leftover money that you would have put into whole life insurance. The big thing to realize here is that the cost of term life insurance is not only costing us the listed premium, but we, can also, have, we also have to factor in the opportunity cost of what that money could have earned for us over the course of our life. This is because term life insurance is an expense and we are never able to use the money we put towards that insurance again like we can with overfunded whole life insurance. You will therefore have to earn a much greater rate of return on your investments. In this example, it would have to be 7.84%. The money you are spending on term life insurance could have been working for you and growing, but now it's gone. That's 7.84% you would have to earn every single year without a down year for 30 years, just to match the AND asset. When you factor in fees, taxes, term life insurance costs, and all the other moving pieces, life insurance is actually an incredible growth vehicle. This goes against what most people are taught, but it is simple math, and we have just seen how powerful it is compared to all the other alternatives, like savings or other investments. This is why it is so important to look at more than just the rate of return. We need to be looking at this from a lifetime perspective. Many people look 10, 15, or 20 years down the road, But what about 10, 20, or even 30 years into retirement? What if you could actually have more freedom in those years since your money has been growing consistently for the majority of your life and has never stopped? You might find an alternative that looks like it has a better rate of return, but if that rate of return slows down or you stop receiving the same uninterrupted compound growth in retirement, you will be missing out on a much bigger picture. Remember, what result do you want? If you want more access to money and more freedom both today and in the future, rate of return is a very small, limited piece of the pie. To show you a final example of this and how crazy the value of lifetime compound growth is, we're gonna use the example of a 35-year-old man we'll call Jake. He contributes $1,000 per month to his retirement account for 30 years at a conservative 4% growth rate. In 30 years, Jake is 65 years old and has accumulated $673,000 for retirement. The big mistake 99% of people make as they start taking money out of this account to use for retirement income. However, if Jake simply let his money continue growing, even without adding a single penny to accelerate his growth, Jake would not end up with $673,000 after 30 more years, but $2.182 million. By simply letting his money sit and grow, his money grew more than three times its original value at the start of retirement. When most people hear this, they think, Well, there's no way I can let my money just sit there for 30 years during my retirement. How am I going to pay for anything? This is actually where life insurance surprises so many people, and why it is considered by many to be the most powerful retirement vehicle on the planet. Rather than taking money out of your retirement savings, you can borrow against your savings. You still have access to money to fund your retirement, but you are now letting your money continue to grow and accelerate during the years where its compounding has picked up the most momentum. The graph below shows the true magnitude of this compounding. Not only will it shock you, but it will most likely make you a little angry that nobody has shown you this before. When you realize the power of uninterrupted compounding and start taking advantage of it through the AND asset, you will tap into a whole new world of possibilities. Your retirement is just one area where you will see a massive impact. Side note, all of this can be enhanced even more and get put on metaphorical steroids when you start to take advantage of the effect of leverage. This will be explained in greater detail shortly, but essentially, the leverage effect means you can use a small amount of your own money to control a large amount of someone else's money, and thereby create a much, much greater return on your investment. Summary We have seen that even when comparing the limited scopes of rate of return, we can make the argument that the and asset outperforms most other investments once you add in taxes, losses, and fees. Furthermore, with all the other benefits added on, like the death benefit and lifetime growth, It really is an incredible asset that is so much more powerful than anything else of its kind. Every dollar you make should be put to work and should be responsible for working for you the rest of your life. The reason the AND asset is so powerful is that it does exactly that. It puts your money to work for the rest of your life. You've seen the power of lifetime growth and how the AND asset can even outperform its alternatives in a rate of return comparison. Now we're going to discover how the positive powers of control and use can be harnessed through the AND asset. Take the next step. If you're ever interested in learning more or want to find out if this is a good fit for you, you can book a free clarity call with one of our wealth coaches at a link at our website.
0: Wow, man, another great job on a, on a chapter that I've been saying this a lot, but to actually be able to take these words and articulate them and write them the way that you did was was really great. I I man, I, I think this will be an incredible tool that we'll be able to use because so many people want to know about what the rate of return is and i think the next chapter is going to even put steroids i liked how you use that but it's going to show you that even if you can get a better rate of return the and is so powerful but this where we talk about the internal rate of return the actual growth and and to clarify that in 30 years if the internal rate of return says four percent that means it's earning four percent every single year but then you have to add on taxes you got to add in any other factors, if you're going to compare it to another investment, or if you're going to compare it to a savings account, and I think that was I, I think that was great. Uh, many times I wanted to interrupt and say, "Well, we're 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 making the argument in this chapter that even if you were going to p- compare versus an investment, this would outperform other investments." Now, that's not where we stand long term. That's where we are in this handbook because we're trying to build build a concept. We we don't. Want you to think that life insurance is just a terrible rate of return? Like we want you to understand the power of that, but we aren't the the company that's saying like don't invest. That's it's quite the opposite. It's just um, it could be the ultimate investment enhancer. And so love the love the pictures. If you have not checked out the and asset handbook, make sure to go to betterwealth.com handbook to get your copy. And uh, very very good job, man. Thank you.